Osiris. Hi, listeners. I want to tell you about a cause that I'm involved with at Heritage Radio Network. HRN is celebrating its 15th year, and to celebrate, we're deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. Hey everyone, it's Cam Hurt, host of the Best Show Ever podcast, and we have got a second season coming out very soon that I am very excited about. We've got some very cool special guests, including musical acts that we all love, like Karina Reichman, Daniel Donato, Jake Brownstein from Eggy, Rick and Peter from Goose, and many more. Tune in for new episodes dropping on Osiris Media March 5th on the Best Show Ever podcast. Oh, I forgot to do that again. Hello. Everybody, we're live here. Uh, I'm still at Borderland, uh, and it's day two here. Uh, and we had an excellent goose set last night, which we are here to talk about. Uh, Neil's here. Hello, Neil. Hey, Neil's wearing a hat today for anyone keeping track of Neil's wardrobe at home. Uh, it's a yep. great blue hat, it's a very nice hat, it's lovely. Uh, and we've got special guest Hunter with us today. How are Howdy. you, Hunter? Doing well, yourself? Thank you, for, excellent. Thank you very much. Thank you for being on today. Uh, it's a pleasure to have you, um, but you know you, you were at the set last night. Unfortunately, you're not at the festival today, uh, as well. Just quick in and out uh, for you. But you know your thoughts on before we dive into the goose set specifically. Give me your thoughts on Borderland as a whole and the the, the day leading up to Goose's set. Yeah, so uh, great to be uh, at a hometown fest. Uh, I'm living in Buffalo right now, so it's great to kind of you know go to a show and be able to wake up in my own bed the uh the next morning pretty sweet um i thought it was really well organized you know a nice little like half craft fair uh which buffalo kind of loves can't get enough of um great music too i remember walking in uh had to come pretty late so i made it right before dawes started but walking in there was this great uh dead zeppelin cover band going on great vibes started off uh and then I thought Dawes was excellent. Uh, kind of blew me away. Didn't know that they could go that deep. So really great to, you know, kind of discover something new, uh, which wasn't what I was there for. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed Dawes too. You know, having seen so much chatter about them uh, in the Goose community because of, you know playing at Fred Fest and uh, the other collaborations that you know a couple of members of Dawes have had with the band. You know, I saw Griffin sitting with them uh, at Stubbs last fall in Austin, which is really cool. Um, but yeah, I really, really enjoyed their set and a nice Rick sitting, you know, I will, I will never, never say no to that. Uh, and he absolutely crushed it, of course, because oh, it's yeah. Rick we're talking about here. Yeah, it was a kind of a dead giveaway. I'm like, 
why is uh why is rick's guitar sitting up there what's going on yeah something out there i figured i figured going into it based on the fact that they were playing you know next to each other on the same stage that there was going to be some sort of back and forth uh collaboration of the sort that we got uh and i would like to give a shout out to neil over here uh who was uh running the setless thread last night um based on the uh non-existent cell connection uh at, at the main stage here during during goose's set kind of goes in and out throughout the day and then when everybody you know, when everybody gets in there uh, for for the headliner, absolutely nothing. <laughs> so text messages could go through. Yep, green text and only barely. last night, uh, and then Kev yeah. approved. <laughs> Man, we did get lucky though. I, I have to say that because there were times when like you were sending me songs and they would come right through, and then I would get like three other texts that you sent that you clearly sent beforehand, and then they came in after. So there were some forces at work in the universe last night that were getting only the text that mattered through. So, you know, we get... The universe knew that the setless thread needed to happen, that there were people counting on us. There were, you know, there's fantasy goose updates. People needed to know where their scores were at. I think Twitter was just, you know, without hearing the music, they were only focusing on the songs last night. So there was quite a bit of banter. Uh, So that was pretty funny. Um, Love some good banter. Uh, and you know, elgoose.net needed to be updated too. Um, but you know, yeah, yeah. Sorry about that one. We'll get that wrong tonight. <laughs> uh, but, well, uh, hey. So actually, quick question before we yes. move on to Goose. Um, yes. So Rick sat in with Dawes, which is great. Rick also so, sat in with the pod yesterday. He did sit in with the pod yesterday. <laughs> um, that, that was amazing. Um, and I, I still think that nobody believes that that's real. Like you have to actually watch the rebroadcast. <laughs> I blame. Really I blame. Happen. Yeah, I blame Vickers and Madison Vaughn for nobody believing anything that happens. Yeah, it's like uh, yeah, on this podcast, but with bad photoshops. Exactly, <laughs> it does look like a bad photoshop. Well, I mean, so for a while, Madison Vaughn's had this like you know this this gag that he does with Ryan peeking his head in to like band photos. So this the the script being flipped there and having it actually happen was pretty special. But um, no, so my question about the sit-in was: Did he sing with Dolls, or did he just play lead guitar? Just play guitar. There was no no oh, vocals. Oh. Unfortunately, I was hoping that he was going to sing. Uh, yeah. But, you know, no yeah, mic. No nothing. They weren't planning on it. So it's just like you're you're here to shred, and that's it. Exactly. Shred for ten and leave. <laughs> right on. Hey, it's the best set. Love it. Exactly. That's awesome that they're collaborating on both ends now, right? I I have seen Dawes play with Goose twice. I saw them play uh, with them at Fred Fest, and then I saw them play at Newport. Well, it was just Taylor. From Dawes at Newport, but um, the evening show, after show of Newport last year. So uh, the vodka yeah, show, cool. if you will. The vodka show. <laughs> let's dive into the let's dive yeah. into this set from last night uh, a little bit. We start off with a nice flopener, uh, Mister Action and Pancakes. Um, pretty pretty solid start to the set. Uh, you know, lots of fun. Again, flow down felt like the the obvious choice for an opener here. You know, it feels like a, a song well suited uh, to this festival setting. You know. Nice, nice park, uh, green area. Feels like a very hometown thing, even for people who don't live in Buffalo. Uh, Buffalo just has that really nice hometown vibe. No matter where you're from, um, people are just very nice. Uh, so it was great. Uh, Mr. Action, always fun. Um, and pancakes, you know, it's pancakes. I had a great time during this. Uh, you know, not, nothing, nothing we haven't heard before in terms of jamming, uh, but, you know, lots of great energy, lots of great playing, very precise um, I enjoyed it quite a bit. Hunter, how are you feeling? 
I thought that uh, that was probably like other than the the rosewood, which I know we're gonna get to later. I thought that that was one of the standouts for me. Um, I, I thought that it just kind of flowed really neatly, and I find that oftentimes like the end of a pancakes jam going into the like the thematic hook again can be really disjointed. But they crushed it. It just felt like it flowed solidly right through. Um, yeah, really, really good one for me. Agreed. Uh, Neil, you got any thoughts on these first three? Yeah, I mean, if you didn't see that float on coming, I, I don't know what to tell you. I mean, it had been several shows since it had been played a really long time. And they, you know, in 2023 are playing the hell out of flow down. So, you know, to be expected. And you get what you get when you get flow down, right? Then Mr. Action, which I was kind of expecting, but you never really know these days. But they were going to throw one of those types of songs in. And I love that in the opener slot right after a flow opener. Fine. That's great. That's a good way to start the show. And yeah, I agree with Hunter. That pancakes is really, really good. Don't sleep on it. It's not just like a, you know, a pancakes that they've played and you can move on and say like, oh, it was just pancakes. There's like a really nice, what edges like borders on like a, a blissy segment in this yeah. one before it kind of kicks into like the pancakes fire, you know? And that was really cool. I listened to it uh, on my drive. I'm actually up in New Hampshire right now, but, um, while I was driving up here, that that thing, that segment grabbed me. I was like, this is like, holy crap. Like, why did nobody talk about this? So really enjoyed that pancakes. If you're going to go and circle back to the set, don't miss that pancakes. It's good. I think it's like right around that eight minute mark where that sort yes. of like bliss sets in. And then it just like, yeah, that was like the first thing I listened to this morning. Right on. Great. Lovely. Lovely. Next, we get uh, Honeybee uh, for, you know, Rosh Hashanah. Shana Tova. Uh, for those of you who don't know, it's the Jewish New Year. It's today. Uh, and you eat apples and honey uh, on Rosh Hashanah for a sweet New Year. Uh, and so we have to assume that, you know, because Spuds unfortunately did not wish the crowd a Shana Tova last night, that Honeybee is the closest thing we got uh, to a nod to the holiday. Uh, then, then we got writing a novel. Uh, always, always excited to see writing a novel uh, pop up. I love this cover. Uh, and it's always funny to see people kind of be like, they're playing back on the train before Rick starts singing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, you know, nice chugle, if you will. Uh, then we get Creatures. Uh, you know, 19 minutes, but pretty pretty solid standard Creatures fair. I absolutely love this song. Um, you know, love the placement. Thought it was great, uh, you know, just for the keeping the energy going. Um, and they hit into that, you know, they, they were kind of searching around for a little while and they hit into that usual klezmery, um progression that we expect in, in standard creatures um then we get the rosewood uh with dawes man and man this you know obviously the highlighted set 26 minutes long and i just you know we talk about on this pod a lot the kind of two distinct sections of rosewood jams um you have that type one peak which i thought taylor and rick were just going back and forth they were they were egging each other on Absolutely phenomenal playing from both of them. And really cool to hear yeah, Taylor's guitar mixing in with Goose. Sorry. And Jeff hitting hitting that D chord. Hitting that D chord <laughs> as he does. It was also funny because watching Jeff playing, um, you know, he didn't have any monitors uh, while he was playing Peter's guitar during that. So he could only hear based on where he was on stage. Um, so his choices were basically stand behind the organ which is where Peter's amps are so he can hear what he's playing or move somewhere else so he can hear the rest of the band. Yeah. 
Right. Yeah, which was some Houston's pretty ears, funny. Right. Yeah, because yeah, he didn't have in ears. Right, and because... then he couldn't have his wired ones that he typically wears. Right, because Griffin was wearing. Because he was wearing them. Oh yeah. man, that's fun. Yeah, so pretty fun. But then, then you know, we get a great peek there, and then it, it almost seemed like they were segueing into like a new cover or something. Like I, I didn't or know what it was, but it sounded like it sounded like they were starting a different song. Uh, some nice clav, uh, you know. At, at first, there some nice nice delay on said clav, and then they got into this beautiful, um, you know, bliss hose, if you will. Um, and I, I absolutely absolutely loved uh this jam uh, and then they close the set with animal which is fun and hot slow ready arcadia encore which you know peter's dancing threatened to uh you know like break the riser that his keyboards was on uh were on which was which was pretty funny uh, but hunter what were your thoughts uh on the, this whole rest of this set here so uh first arcadia in six shows which was sweet uh it was like on on el goose it was like the obviously the most uh most played that I haven't most commonly not seen. Nice. That's what I was looking yep. for. So, and it was a big one, uh, which I love the ending of that crushed. It felt like it was never going to add, uh, which rocked. I thought that they had hard, hard cut off at 10. So great to know that they could go through to 10 30. Um, yeah. The other thing that stuck out to me was the, the end of that Rosewood just, it, it felt like they were going to segue into Arcadia with, with Taylor and Griffin for a second there. And, you know, there was that sort of like spacey, you know, uh, felt like the intro. And then it seems like Spuds just hung on to it. He wouldn't let it go. And they just kicked it into a different gear. I loved that. Like something else that it kind of reminded me of like the um, Boston Hunger site, like 323, where they just went into that like two minutes of just like what felt like just like lounge jazz, very smoky. Uh, it was sick. Sick. Absolutely. Great. Sick. Great analogy for that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, other than that, I forget it, it must have been um must have been during that Rosewood too. It just sometimes Rick just gets so aggressive's not the word I'm looking for here, but just he's just hungry. He wants it. And the the playing that that happened there just it felt so like here I am, take me, you're gonna get this, and if you don't like it, you know, piss off. I love that sort of just like intentionality behind his playing sometimes. It's just, you can feel it. And, you know, I was, I was lucky enough to be like 10 rows back on Trevor's side. And, you know, when, when, when you're there, it's like Rick's looking right at you. Uh, and it was just like real cool to, to see that happen live. Yeah. Definitely. So rest of this set. Uh, yeah. I mean, writing a novel, you know where I stand on that one. I think it's one of my favorite Goose covers in terms of execution. Maybe not my favorite song, but it does all of the things that you really want from a cover. It showcases Rick's voice. I think he does justice to the original. And in, in a way, like, yeah, I don't know. I mean, even like it better than the, the actual studio recording of this. So, and then you get like a nice little guitar solo in there. So it's, you know, it's got all the elements of a really nice cover. Uh, Creatures, of course, uh, had been played, I forget, I think it was like eight shows at this point. So folks were just wondering when that was going to show up. And then, of course, the the meat of the show happens in Rosewood. And there's so much to like about this. When I listened to it today, what I heard was very not goose-like. You get that, that second bonus jam. So you get the, the original Rosewood, and it's very 
typically Rosewood. I think Taylor did some spots where he kind of took where the piano line would come in and he would play that on the guitar mm -hmm. a couple times where he like was listening to Rick and then picked up on what Rick was playing and then played alongside him and kind of like a twin lead situation. That stuff was really cool. Then of course it all kind of breaks down to like what you were saying, Ryan, which sounded like a whole new song. Like they had stopped and they were segueing into something else. And that place that they found in that jam is remarkable. And what I hear when I listen to that is like playing in the band. And it, it gets that like big, like playing crescendo, like at the end, like not like, you know, the outer space playing in the band stuff, but like when we're coming back into the jam and it sounded very, very Grateful Dead like to me, not very goose like. And I think some notable pieces of that were you had two rhythm guitars going at the same time. Jeb was not just wearing a guitar up there. He was really playing. And if you listen closely, he actually gives Taylor space to do some very Bob Weary kind of rhythm things while Rick is soloing. And this is a very, very good piece of music. And I, I don't know where it stands on my playlist right now, but I think it's actually going to be on there. And I think it's maybe one of my favorite Rosewoods in a while. And there have been a couple of really good ones this year. So, man, I, I, I can't say enough about this. And what a, what a gift this is in a festival set. You get 28 minutes of Rosewood with real intentional, thoughtful jamming. Um, and then you're getting yeah. you're not used to three guitars on the stage at once with keyboards. And then, of course, um, Griffin from Dawes, incredible drummer. So you get a whole different vibe on that Rosewood drum section, which, you know, you get that with Rosewood every time. That's the thing that you look forward to when you hear this song. Like, sure, you might get an amazing jam. I love Rosewood, as you know but you always get the drums and to have another drummer up there doing it. Not saying he was like better than Jeff, but it was cool to have this completely different perspective and a guy who knew the song well and did the song justice. Like he wasn't just up there, like hitting a cowbell, you know? So everybody who was on that stage was adding to this jam. And I thought that was really, really cool stuff. So this yeah. is a good one. Definitely worth checking out. Um, man, just a, uh, what a treat. You guys are so lucky that you got to see this. And I, I just love that they're collaborating. Like I said earlier, you know, it, it's mm -hmm. interesting that this one band is the band that they keep going back to, but it seems like they really enjoy playing together. I think last night proves that they can play together. Well, those guys know Goose's songs. So cool stuff. You guys are lucky. Pretty cool set. And then mm -hmm. yeah, second you know, Buffalo Rosewood, you know, like we got that one at art park last year. That was oh, that was a great one. Yeah. yeah. Really, that's that's actually a really under under the radar jam. Uh, really, it really, really cool jam. Show. Yep. it's true. It is that yeah. show was great. Killer yeah. Jive Lee in that show, and Killer Jive oh, Lee, yeah. and a good Madavon. Yep. Um. So yeah, rest Shout of the show, you get party. animal. Like animal kind of just does the animal thing. Again, this is a festival set, and You're get during animal, we had a little bit of Peter was having some technical difficulties with the Nord. It seemed as though he couldn't get the, the synth patch to work properly. So he played yeah. Clav instead for a little while. I was personally okay with that. Yeah, the intro was different than what they've done before. It's they don't didn't do like the kind of like organ kind of thing intro. Like he did straight to the whatever that sliding effect is that he gets on the synth. Like so just the Yeah. Yeah. 
sometimes, and we've disagreed about this, but sometimes when they start it, it just kind of sounds like the beginning of Arcadia. It doesn't. This one kind of had that sliding effect. I don't know. There are many of us who think otherwise, but uh, in any case, uh, <laughs> that closed out the show. And then, yeah, Slow Ready Arcadia. I listened to both those today. You know, nothing exploratory about any of that, but really good. Arcadia Polaro. just rips. It's just, it's yeah, just awesome. Ripper. And yeah, and I, I love I love when they extend the ending of Slow Ready and like take that arpeggiator out for like, you know, even if it's like just 30 seconds like it was last night. And they take that ending of Slow Ready and they just bleed it into the beginning of Arcadia. I could tell almost immediately, uh, you know, what, what song it was going into. Like you could just tell it was like, oh, there, here we go. Like we're yeah. finishing up with an Arcadia here. Like this is this is it. You know, it's going to rip. I wasn't going to leave that festival without hearing it. So <laughs> <laughs> you're going to jump the stage at the end, play another song. <laughs> I yeah. need I my mean, Arcadia. <laughs> for what it's worth, I think it took me six or seven shows to see my first Arcadia too. I, I don't know why I like was chasing it for a while. It so. took me, it took me 17 shows to get a jive too. So. Well, that's, I mean, these days that's normal, right? At my first show, but I couldn't get an Arcadia. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy how that happens. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, right. that brings us uh, to the end of this uh, this festival recap. Uh, I'm going out, uh, you know, to see Neil Francis play in just ten minutes. Uh, you know, I wore the Clav tweet shirt today for a reason uh, because there are about to be many of them. Um, I'm going to keep track in a note because I don't know if the signal's working right now. Um, but I'm, I'm looking forward to that tab tonight. Uh, lots of good stuff here, and Goose is in Detroit tonight, uh, which some people are saying is the show Ohio of Michigan. Uh, I don't know. That's 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 what I've been hearing. Uh, that's what, <laughs> word on the no street. Sense. Word on the it street. No if you think about it, if you think about it, Neil, it makes sense. I've thought about it, and I don't understand what that it means. It absolutely but, makes yeah, sense. Whatever. Detroit whatever is the show Ohio of Michigan, and it's going to be oh, a good Michigan. show tonight. Uh, it is going to be a good show tonight. There's a lot on the table. We were talking about this last night. I mean, Echo of a Rose is out there to be played. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Well, we don't know if everyone's fantasy goose picks are in yet, Neil. We can't be no, throwing I mean, out songs. All you, I mean, if you've been paying attention, you know which songs haven't been played yet. But Hunger Sight hasn't yet been played. There are many, many very good songs that have yet to be played. Uh, you figure out which ones they're going to play tonight and whether or not they're going to do repeats on this run. Who knows? I don't know. We'll I know I have a strategy, but I'm not going to say what it is. But lots of good stuff. Um, I'll be taking care of you tonight with the set list. Uh, so, yes, haze me on Twitter, as I'm sure... All of our good friends will, like Jeff and Vickers. Uh, Ryan, I'm just trying to drag this out a little bit longer so shirtless Trey can just like poke his head on. The, there's, there's, the there's sadly, there's no, there's no cameo happening today. Uh, that was a, it was a very special occurrence yesterday. All right. Um, well, I won't keep you any longer. Please enjoy Neil Francis. I'm sure it's going to be amazing. And Tab tonight, all kinds of good stuff. So have the best time. Yeah. Thank you. And Hunter, yeah. thank you so much uh, for being on today. Really appreciate yeah, you joining us. We look course, forward to having you on me. again soon. Sounds good. All right. And everybody Thanks, have a fantastic rest of your Saturday. Enjoy the show or the webcast tonight. Uh, and if you know you're, if you're a couple hours away from Detroit, there are a lot of tickets uh, for free or a dollar. Um, so, you know, everybody gets in is taking, being taken to the extreme tonight, um, yep. which means it's going to be a good show. So everybody enjoy. Uh, and we'll be back here at 3.30 p.m. Eastern tomorrow to talk about tonight's show uh and so have a fantastic rest of your day and we will see you then cheers 
Hey, music fans. We wanted to let you know about Music on the Mountain, a show that will feature Anders Osborne, Dogs in a Pile, and Saints and Liars. This show will be directly after the Divided Sky Foundation's fun run at 2 p.m. on Saturday, May 18th at the base of Akimo Mountain in Ludlow, Vermont. The show is presented by The Phoenix, a national nonprofit organization offering support to those in recovery and anyone impacted by substance use to celebrate recovery. If you're running in the Divided Sky Foundation's fund run, you'll be automatically registered for the show. It's a family-friendly event, and all proceeds from ticket sales and other donations benefit the Divided Sky Foundation. Visit Music on the Mountain, that's musiconthemtn.com, for more info and to get tickets. That's musiconthemtn.com. Hope you enjoy. Hi, this is Henry Kay, host of the number one music history podcast, Rootsland. Come with me on a journey to Kingston, Jamaica, where we explore the world of reggae music and the untold stories of some of the genre's greatest legends. From the ghettos and tenement yards where the music was born to the island's iconic recording studios. We are so excited to team up with Osiris Media, the leading storyteller in music. Because as you'll hear, sometimes the story is the best song.